Ooh. Oh, there it is. Get a little weird with it. You know oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Pop them phones back on. <laughs> Pop them phones back on. Because it is your yeah, boys. boys. Welcome back to Happy Hour Quick Sixer Podcast. Today, man, today is going to be a, be a fun one, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're sponsored by... Oh, I guess I didn't say it. We're oh. sponsored by... Your boys at Lagunitas. The boys. Lagunitas. <laughs> Wait. Lagunitas. You know, oh, I got that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just going to give him the full preview. Huh? Go ahead for it. And we got that, we got that Lagunitas IPA. We got that Ooh. Hazy Wonder IPA. Oh, I got that little oh, something hazy. Yeah, uh. Oh, unfiltered. You know and, what I'm uh, saying? Just like us, we unfiltered. You know what I'm saying? Unfiltered as fuck. All right, Drew. What, what do you think? Right or left hand? Oh, dude. Oh, you gonna switch it up on me? Uh, let me get that right hand real quick. Let me get that oh, right shit. hand. Oh shit! All right, we going hazy <laughs> wonder today. Him? We going hazy wonder. I got that hazy no, too. It's backwards for you. You can't. You just. You just oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Everything All right, so hazy me. wonder is what I'm going with, yeah, and of course, um, you know, drinking from that Lagunitas mm. okay. glass, you know what I'm saying? That, large that mouth, large mouth, large. It's my favorite. It's my favorite glass. This be it's on rotation, heavy in my house. Heavy. Is it? Is I it? I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a can, it's not a bottle, but I will be popping that bottle with that, you know. Oh yeah, ooh, soon enough. Ooh. Soon enough. That Lagunitas joint. We'll go ahead and get you that ASMR right. real quick. I'll get it. Oh. You know that special oh, sound. Let's see. Ooh. Oh, that's our favorite. That's our favorite. I'm gonna go ahead and that. pour that for you, boy. Look at that. I scooched out. I scooched out. I scooched that's out. Nice, huh? Uh huh. Ooh, this hazy. That you know this is drops. Uh, go ahead, tell me about your beer real quick before I tell you about mine. Uh, okay. Well. This is that Lagunitas Hazy Wonder, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually have their the page of it pulled up right now. Oh, please tell me. I know, no. It says, uh, ferment full of fabulous Sabro, Citra, and Cashmere, and Comet hops. Smooth, mm-hmm. tropical fruitiness. Uh, it's a 6.0. Um, it says, slightly bitter, densely hazy phenomena that's strangely light in the mouthfeel, keeping you satiated and still coming back for more. And I gotta say, this is the second time I bought this 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 beer, uh-huh. and straight up the first time, almost drank the whole six pack in like one day. Oh, like damn. within an hour. Like Ooh. I was like, damn, you just like, throwing. Love this stuff. It's just take- good. It's smooth. I'm gonna get you that smooth. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, you know I've been looking forward to this. Tell me about yours real quick. All right. Then we're gonna give some roll calls real quick. Oh, did you tell tell me the alcohol content of yours? Six. Six point zero. All right, this is that little something hazy, Ooh. unfiltered, right there. Oh, you, got shit. Your, you got your, you got your dogs on there. You know yeah. you know how they uh they advertise their twelve packs or, or six packs <laughs> like they, a gang of a gang of twelve or like whatever. Mm-hmm. You ever seen those boxes? It's, it's crazy. It's funny. Um, let me go ahead and hit you the alcohol content though real quick, because this is this is. It's very curious how it is unfiltered. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's probably mm. gonna be higher than it normally is. Oh, they secretive. Oh no, they not. Oh, secretive as hell. Seven point two. Oh, oh. It's got a heavy, got? heavy seven point two. Oh uh, no. That's not a. Me, that's not a breeze. That's gonna be funny for me in about ten minutes, <laughs> fifteen minutes. Uh, bro, they got. Bro. Oh, I got. I got some uh, specs for you. Got a ABV of seven right oh, here. Oh, you got. 
okay, on okay. the website. Yeah, uh, yeah. A little something hazy. Yeah, is what it you gets got? a little something hazy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. And it's a limit. It's a here's the thing. It's a limited release. So if you're trying to get that good hazy unfiltered. You go, go ahead, ahead and check it out right now. You go know ahead and get there. I, I will yeah, say yeah. this, you know, I popped into Vines to get this, uh, get a couple different kinds of Lagunitas uh, to yeah. see who I could taste them. Bruh, sold out. Like hmm? you can't find like little singles of Lagunitas. You can't find like no. I saw a mixed pack. Like they were selling a mixed pack of Lagunitas, and I was like, oh, let me check that out. Went all the way to the back, couldn't see nothing. Cause you know oh, why? Shit. The boys took them. Everybody's trying to get some Lagunitas. Bitches. Bitches, you know what I'm saying? But I love that, love that, supporting that Lagunitas. So speaking of supporting that Lagunitas, <clears throat> um, you know, they, they were kind enough to send us, they've been sponsors in the past, but they are kind enough to send us these dope shirts, Lagunitas, little some thumbnail, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I love this. This is actually, I think, one of my favorite shirts that we've ever gotten. It, it, it feels it, like more like produced feels broken in yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like it's like they they thought about it i mean i don't know if you noticed but it's got like it's got like decal or like logo shit mm-hmm. on the front and the back like yeah and it's, it's pretty got sick. design all the way down it's like not just a square like they they thought about it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and it's i really nice like too. that that vintage green that, that army green thing? you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying Ooh, love that love you know that. like i've been to war Oh, you know in the war with these beers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, in up. the war, in the war with this, with this alcohol. You know? um, so, um, it's an uphill battle. It's an uphill battle. We keep falling down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, speaking of Lagunitas, though, go ahead. Uh, we got we to gotta thank the homies. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give you a, a quick little rundown of what Lagunitas is all about. So, like we said, uh, from Petaluma, California, that's up like close to the bay, or I guess the bay, to, I guess you could say. Okay. Pretty close. Um, you know, we not geographers. We don't, we nah, don't really nah, know. Right, bro, I don't know no geographies. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> geographies is not my thing. <laughs> so, um, started by Tony McGee. Yeah. Um, it's named after, uh, it was originally started in Forest Hills, California, which is a place uh, the the town next door is called Lagunitas. Yeah. So he was like, oh, that's, yeah, a dope, that's name. dope. I'm going to use that. And take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out to Tony for starting this shit. 93, bruh. Mm. Six years old when that shit happened. So, yeah. What up? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we need, also need to shout out the homies, you know. Uh, so, for this particular uh, round of of uh swag that we got we got us we shout out the homie sarah jane wiseman she's the new beer fairy of lagunitas mm-hmm. hooking up anybody that uh you know i guess i don't know what what the the criteria is like <laughs> yeah yeah you can but, get some beer you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah um and stacy ship who is the senior manager of marketing operations she kind of hooked us up uh with sarah or sarah jane and but we got to we got to you know give a shout out to the old homie Michelle, uh, Michelle She's up. the previous beer beer fairy. Nah, she moved up. She's doing something else. So you know, shout out to the homies. I mean, we can go a little quick little story about Lagunitas. Go ahead. Uh, Drew's talked about it before, but happiest day of my life, maybe. Oh my god. No no no. Happy day. Uh, 
happiest day of my sponsored beer life. <laughs> um, so uh, Michelle had hooked it up and uh, sent us down to her. Uh, well, Lagunitas distributor down in. Uh... Fuck, where was that? I don't it was remember. like, I don't know. It was some like. It was like industry. Those... It was like an industry. Like city a... of industry. That's, That's what it, it is. Yeah, city of industry. And I was like, all right, cool. Had no idea what we were getting. And uh drove down there early as fuck uh, for with my little Honda Civic. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know what, you know, here's I got this slip or here's my name. And like, here's what I'm from. Uh, and they gave they, like the distributor people gave me a slip and they're like, all right, well, um, we'll have somebody bring your order out around back. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, a couple like case or whatever, yeah. case of beer or whatever. Nah. So Michelle hooked it up, hooked it up, you know. She took. I walk outside, and this motherfucker is driving a forklift oh. with a pallet full of beer to my car. I was like, <laughs> "Boy, boy, about to piss his pants." He didn't know. I what to was do. like, "I was like, this is all for me, or is there somebody else coming?" And they're like, "No, nah, no." Nah. Uh, and I was like, "All right, cool. Well, uh, let me clear out this trunk, you know." Yeah. <laughs> let me so, go ahead so I can fill it yeah. all the way up. Yeah, yeah. So um, I clear out the trunk, and then I was like, "Gonna help the dude," and he's like, "Nah, nah, you can't help me do this. This is labor and shit." And I was like, oh. "Bro, I'm just getting this shit loaded for me too. God damn, damn. like, <laughs> what is going on right here?" And uh, yeah, so this dude loads my car, and uh, I was so happy about it. I was call I called Drew <laughs> on the on the ride to work because I told you this early. <laughs> so I was riding to work, and uh. Your boy blew a red light and uh, <laughs> blew a red light, $500 ticket. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm talking to Drew on headphones and my smile is from ear to ear. Bruh, you know how they send you on the ticket like a week later or however long they yeah. send you a picture of yourself. And yep. Pat got his picture with his ticket. And bruh, this is the funniest thing in the world. Like I knew, I know exactly what's going on in his head right now. Hit that his smile. It's dumbass running a red light. He was so happy. I mean, keep in mind it is super early. So there was nobody on the road, but he couldn't think straight. I, I couldn't. I was just, like, oh my god. And I thought, oh, I mean, it was yellow, and then I, it turned red mm. right when I was passing it. That's why it flashed me. Yeah, but still. And then it turned out to be <sighs> how, how many was it like 168 beers. It's like some. How that many sounds was? about right. It was like eight cases or some shit. It was yeah. crazy. It, it filled the whole trunk. So maybe I'll maybe I'll put out a picture yeah. on our Instagram or something about this. Um, um and uh yeah, so so that happened and then we split up the loot. Pat brought yeah. some to me and give me then the give me the loot. And then I, I think we told this story before on the podcast and obviously mm. you know about it from the very last episode, but they yeah. sponsored I guess the last four episodes, really, because we had to try all the different beers they sent us. But that yeah. last episode, bro, we went to uh, Target and got a kiddie pool, oh, walked it right pool. across Colorado Boulevard to bring it to Pat's patio, and then we yep. straight up filled that boy with ice and Lagunitas. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it was a glorious day. Um, I was faded, bro. Yeah, don't even go listen to that four-part episode. <laughs> yeah. 
is it's, hours long. We co- recorded for like four hours, I think. Bro, it was the funnest time we've ever had, but it was trash. <laughs> that it podcast was, trash. was just like straight up. That if you're gonna listen place. to anything from that from that day, listen to the the episode before, because we're like we did an episode while we were up there, and then decided to do finale episode. But the episode when we're up there is actually all right. The last one though. Rough, yeah. Um, so we're gonna get into a couple of things, and if uh, we have a quick sip on this episode, Drew, I don't know if you know if you know. Oh, I know, I know. With your boy Riley Bray from the Bigfoot Collectors Club, um, representing, you know. So he might pop in here anytime, but we'll just go ahead. Let's go ahead and start. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What talking about? What I'm talking about? Um. Okay, I'm gonna. You know, I'm taking a little note real quick. You know. Okay, go got, for it. Putting yeah. down a note to, to to try to find that picture of me uh, running yeah. a red light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how is uh, your unfiltered? How is right, it? it's good, man. I is I it? was a little nervous about it because I didn't. I guess I should, you know, learn about the stuff that I'm drinking. But you know what? Your boy, good. Put yours up to this camera. I want to see like the see the color variant. Yeah, usually it, looks, a little it just looks like a yeah, it looks a little darker, but. Mine got more bubbles in there. It might just be the cameras. Yeah, you got more light in your shit too. It's early in the day where you was at. So anyway, we're talking about a few little, few random things throughout the week, and uh, I was watching. I think you. I think on last episode I talked about this about what we were watching, what we're playing, and I told you I'd watched the newest season of Pen Fifteen, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Um. So, anyways, I was watching that, and Pen Fifteen is a show about two girls, um, in middle school, and it just so happens to line up with the exact year and the exact grade that I was in those grades oh. in that age. Yeah. So, and it's true to form. Okay, I'm talking the music, the the fashion, the everything that's going on. Is pure early two thousand, like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, that that area, right? And uh, I don't know if you know, but Spotify put out there a full playlist of what everything is on there, like in that episode. Oh, sick! I like that. Yeah, yeah. Or in that season, in that season, and it got me thinking. It, I mean, I listened to the shit. I was like, man, this shit's banging. Yeah, I don't even care. And um, got me thinking about I was like, damn, bro. There is there is some uh you know I mean it's weird to say it, but there's there's some some hits some bangers some bangers some would say yeah. but not in the way where you're like this is my favorite song ever uh-huh. but like all right I'll give you for instance go ahead for instance here here goes Backstreet Boys Backstreet's Back song slaps it's, it, right <laughs> <laughs> bro pop like, music back then. Like it was, music boy was at a was at a peak. It was at a dude. peak for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm talking like all right. So it was that, and it. And nowadays it's kind of like funny, but like fun at the yeah. same time to hear. Bro, that if it shit, goes like, up in a club, people still sing it. Like I'll people crazy. still like. I mean, obviously not clubs now, but like you know, yeah, right yeah. before COVID, you go in a club and Bashery Back comes on, it people will go oh, nuts. It hits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh. I was thinking, well, you know, that uh, the end of, uh, what is that? 
this is the end the the movie the Seth Rogen in that movie mm-hmm. when they and spoilers they all die and uh, eventually go to heaven and guess who's there Backstreet. motherfucking Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. and it I swear to God this was I laughed so hard out loud in a theater yeah. that people stared at me because yeah. this shit was so fucking funny yeah and I'm telling you well this was also at the arc light when I saw that and. I was at the 21 and plus theater. Uh-huh. So I was drinking too. Oh, so I was like, Oh bruh, I, I lost to. it. Lost it when that happened. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I, it got me thinking. I was like, man, there's some hitters back then. I mean, you got, you got spice girls say you'll be there. Ooh. Song hits. You got Hanson. Mm-hmm. Mbop. Mm. Lennis Morissette. You want to know mm. all in the same time frame. Yeah. But you know, you know what's the funniest thing about this, to me, is like some of these gacks, like uh, from back then. You know, this is like ten years ago now, almost. Some of these acts still are like, yeah, this is their shit. Like they yeah. accepted it. I don't, I don't think there's like acts from back then that they like just didn't accept what they were actually playing. Yeah. So like, like Hanson will full on just play Mbop, like for you know they're I down mean, with it. They're like, yeah. oh cool, yeah, that's our thing. I, and like, I saw Alanis Morissette when she went to uh, Arroyo Seco. You know, your boy Pat hooked ooh, it up. Ooh. I went to Arroyo Seco for the Quick Sixer team. Got some Instagram yeah. clips and things like that uh, for their marketing. And saw Alanis Morissette. And you know what she was playing? Them bangers. You know oh, what she was bruh. happy about? Them bangers. Bruh. Like, I'm telling she you what, was right digging now. it. Yeah, I saw her. Last year, um, before COVID happened, uh, she was at Music Fest down in Memphis. And, I, dude, I was pumped. I was like, man, this is going to be sick, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was sick. Like, you yeah. know, and you know she would have some beers on stage. I was oh, like, damn, yeah. I could get down with Alanis. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know your boy was sitting there like, why? Yeah, I didn't know. Didn't Bro, you'd be oh. turning into something else. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You'd be moving weird. Bro, we got some copyright issues. Oh, shit. Shit, we got to get taken down right now. See some assist, bro. I know, I know. Uh, we, gotta, we gotta get them song right You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Well speaking of bangers I got a banger of a guest for this quick sip Do you mind if I let him in Can we talk to Bro, uh, Go ahead and let right my boy Riley Bray in Here he comes uh, My boy Coming in right now <coughs> It's the dude This the it's dude the right dude. here Mm-mm. I got a question for Riley right when he pops his big ass face in here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, Riley Bray, my boy? What's up? What's up, guys? Oh, not bro, much. You know, what bro, I'm you all blacked out. You vampire right now. What is going on? Hold on, let's see what I want. Go ahead, click that video icon so I can see your face. <laughs> or are you not doing? Oh, oh yeah, my is. boy. <laughs> It's like getting grandpa on the podcast. There we go. Like, How do you do it? <laughs> All what right. Is, so, uh, what's up, guys? Nothing, Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, of absolutely. course. Yeah, we're about to get down with this. So, we were just talking about uh, some Loganitas, some 90s songs. I don't know if you want to weigh in on this, but this is what we're drinking right now. I got that Hazy Wonder. Awesome. I got and that. And Drew's got it's that a little, little something, something. Hazy Unfiltered. 
What you got? I have, right I have the Founders Session All Day IPA. There you and go. I, okay. I actually just ran and got it because I realized that I drank all the Lagunitas that I had in the house. <laughs> See, <laughs> nice. that's, that's the problem. We were just talking about this. I, I told Drew I, I bought a six pack of this. And I was like, oh, we should do a Lagunitas episode. And then I drank it all. So it was like, I couldn't. I was like, fuck. What are we going to do? You know? It just goes it goes too quick. But we were talking about 90s songs and 90s how they songs. still slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, um, specifically ones like uh, Backstreet Boys, Backstreet's Back. Sure. Slaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Undeniably. Yeah. Spice Girls, Say You'll Be There. Slaps. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, maybe mm-bop. one more time, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Britney still we're just got talking it, about like, <laughs> poor, poor, poor Brit, indeed. Pop poor Britney. music <laughs> back then. Pop music back then just worked. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was because of our generation or because of how old we were, but like, pop music was at a peak, mm-hmm. and yeah. all those songs slap. We were talking about seeing Alanis Morissette and uh, <clears> talk <throat> about how she just yeah. like when she plays her old bangers. She's like into it, still moving, still grinding. Like she's like, Ooh, I'm grinding, bro. oh grinding, you know, you grinding the stage. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you think? Or this is a, this is a question for it. Um, do you think you said uh, it would maybe be our generation? Do you think like K-pop is that for people now? Mm, I think so. Yeah, I mean, K-pop is huge all over the world. That's one right? of like the biggest yeah. genres right now. I think yeah. we just are getting old. That's all. And so yeah. you gotta you gotta <laughs> keep up. No, I'm not fucking no, no, bro. You can't get me. I can't get behind K-pop. I really can't. I mean, like, I can't tell what's going on. I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's a very confusing time mm. for me. You on your own. Know. I'm getting into really it. Am. I'm I really am. I'm a star. I'm a TikTok. I'm going to listen to K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> you're staying plugged, plugged in. You're, yeah. you're coming in with your video settings oh already God. turned on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my exactly. God. I'm, I'm going to hit you with some age right here. All right. Go ahead. Um, on Friday, uh, it was the 20th anniversary of Linkin Park's hybrid theory. 20 years. Oh, 20 years. That thing came out. Wow. For how old do you feel right now? Like, oh. come on. <laughs> old enough to be drinking uh, at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, I mean Look, we talked normal. about this in previous episodes. Riley, it's normal. normal. Don't be acting like you don't grab a beer at 3.30. No, that's what I'm saying. Yes. I, I just happen to also be on a Zoom like, uh, podcast know, with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we just, you know, we're just tapped in your life right now. It's all right. I'm at, time doesn't mean anything anymore now. No, no, there's no, no days. There's no time. It just no. We just are existing at this point. Uh, well, Riley, of the pandemic. To yeah. catch yes, you up sir. a little bit, uh, so obviously this episode is sponsored by Loganitas, mm-hmm. and I know you were telling me that you had a special relationship with them, or you worked with them. What's that yeah. all about? Um, so I've worked on their video crew for two shoots. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have ever been to their brewery, but it's it's like this beautiful, amazing, kind of campus facility. Mm-hmm. They have an awesome bar, obviously, and uh, like fantastic food. And then they also have this amphitheater um, where they have a concert series, um, like these outdoor concerts. And so I, when the bands play, they'll also do a video where they do kind of like a sketch comedy thing and then a performance video of the band. So I've worked on two of those. Um, I shot with Budos Band and uh, with Paul Cawthon. And both of the things we did with them were so much fun. Like, I cannot say enough good things about the people at Lagunitas and just like their vibe and general attitude. Like. Mm-hmm it's it's just such a cool place and they have such a good sense of humor and they just 
it just seems like everyone there actually really likes each other and is having a good mm -hmm. time and like is passionate about what they're doing. It, they're just, I mean, they're amazing. So first off, like my first experience, like popping into work with them, I like show up and I meet this guy, everyone calls him Tambo. I don't even know what his real name is, but um, <laughs> Tambo. He's Tambo and he's one of the funniest people I have ever met in my life. And he's kind of in charge of these, uh, these videos that we're doing. And uh, I walk in, it's maybe, I don't know, 11 noon. And he's just like, uh, why don't you have a beer? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Cause you're paying me to be here. Yeah. <laughs> like, the rules. Just, all right, that's the, that's the difference though. Rule. The rules don't matter at a brewery. Like no, me and when we, me and Drew did brewery tour with, quick six or we we'd be going down there like 10 11 a.m sure before they open for everything they're just like oh here's like five beers yeah, just, yeah. Just absolutely yeah tambo's like man i'm already too deep like you got to catch up and so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so you know we just it's so it's just like a party atmosphere it's so much fun and it's so great for like the creative side of things because everyone's mm -hmm. just loose and having a good time and no one's being too like everyone's a professional doing their job but no one's being too like crazy about uh, mm -hmm. Just sort of like enforcing these things that we think are a part of work, but don't really have to be like you're saying. It's like these rules are arbitrary, you know. Yeah. And we uh, just made some really funny, fun stuff with them. The I, I do have one good story of shooting with Paul Coffin. Um, yep. Get after it. Let's do it. Uh, so he, um, I, I don't know if you know who he is. He's like a kind of he's like kind of like a modern day Johnny Cash. I, that's that's where I'd put him. Uh, kind right. of uh, in the like Western vibe with that kind of like Man in Black kind of edge to him. He's great, and he's he's also hilarious. So we'd come up with this this thing for him where we were gonna have him do a promo ad. I sent it to you guys for um, Coffins yeah. Coffins because he often gets called <laughs> Paul, Paul Coffin. Yeah, and yeah. so we were like, oh, this is like a funny like let's lean into this. So we did this this shoot with him where he's um, you know he's doing all these one liners that Tambo and uh, Austin Austin Nelson is a, another guy that I work with on the the Lagunita shoots. So shout out Austin, he's amazing. Mm. Um, but anyway, so so we come up with all these ridiculous one-liners about how he wants to like earn their business and just stuff like that, like bad one-liner jokes. <laughs> and we've got it all ready for him. And then right before the shoot, we, we're all set. We've set up a terrible green screen because that's part of it. And um, Love it. We, we start hearing rumors. We're like, oh, uh, you know, Paul's running late. Like, uh, you know, this, this might be really tight. So just like everybody be super ready for Paul. Like when, when Paul gets here, just be on point, be ready to go. And then word starts floating around um, okay, so it sounds like Paul took a lot of acid, and he uh, we may have a very short window that we can shoot with him before it kicks in. Ooh. So <laughs> he's he's gonna be late. He's just he's gonna walk in. We just gotta get these lines in his hands and just like yeah. make it happen, like really quick. So like seriously, like nobody messes this up. And then so everyone's like, okay, and it, you know it's getting kind of more serious. And he walks in. And it's like a wild animal has just walked into the room. You know, we're just like, <laughs> everyone's like, don't make eye contact. Yeah, like, like, kind of like, oh, uh, like oh zoo. hello, yeah, Mr. Hey, Coffin. Hey, hey. Uh, I'm totally being normal. This is a, yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm sure you're normal too. This is a normal thing we're doing. It's, it's a normal time. And so we like, we get through the whole shoot, you know, and he, he like nails it and he's hilarious and he totally gets the joke and just like goes for it. And right. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. And then we're kind of like, He's like, all right, all right, like, like you know, let, let's let's see some of that back, and, and we're all kind of real like nervous and tentative, like, oh, you did really great, Paul, and he's like looking at it, and we all kind of like have our distance around him. He's like, he looks around, he's like, oh, I'm not on acid, by the way, I was just fucking with you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And only Tambo had been in on that the whole time. No one, like, so everyone no wanted us, everyone Whoa. on the on the crew side, we all believed it, and they were yeah. just like, he just thought that would be funny. 
and like yeah. create, create like a good tension that's while some we real shooting. like andy kaufman shit like that's like <laughs> yeah. coming in pretending like yeah just yeah, fucking fully. with the whole crew like his audience was just y'all oh like just trying God. to mess with y'all that's Every, hilarious yeah. and everyone believed it everyone on the crew everyone on the Loganita side we were all just like oh Hell god no. <laughs> like, no. but that's like that's kind of like what i'm talking about just like the fun there and the the atmosphere there you know it's yeah yeah, it's a, that sounds a good. Dope. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of beers and Lagunitas, we have that Lagunitas IPA. Is that six point two? This is a classic. So, um, Riley, we were talking about earlier. Um, I happened to get this uh, red light ticket because uh, we got so much Lagunitas. Uh, pick well, we got we got to go pick it up from their distributor, right? Awesome. Yeah. And uh, they happen to bring it out on a forklift um <laughs> and filled my trunk and i got so excited i called drew and this is like eight in the morning and uh, maybe earlier and i ran a red light it was like a 500 hundred dollar ticket oh my but God. the grin on my face was ear to ear <laughs> and it was because i had a fucking ton like hundreds of beers <laughs> in my trunk and i was just so excited are you talking about on like a red light camera photo? Yeah. Is that, oh my yeah. God. That's the one that comes like back to you in like a week after you did that. Yeah. So the worst like, part don't of, even care. No, the worst part about it was, so my wife opened the mail, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, she's like, why are you so happy in this? <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I just looked over at the corner of the room and there's just cases of beer <laughs> in the corner of the room. And she's like, Ah. Okay. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh uh, my god, that's so much that's that's funny. That's well, great. So Riley, I feel like that's kind of kismet that Loganitas came back around and wanted to sponsor another episode and, and you had a relationship with them and that's a big Definitely. part of the reason why I wanted you here. But yeah. you're obviously more than a relationship with Loganitas. We have a relationship as well. Some, we work together, we've been working together for a while. It's an open it's an open relationship. It's an open relationship. You know? It's porous. You know I'm, I'm getting in there too, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to be as best long as friends. everybody's comfortable, you know, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. But you do everything. You got you got a music career, you got film, you working with Gibson, you doing all kinds of stuff. What yeah, is me. like so I feel like most of your film career kind of stemmed from your knowledge of music and your producing and all that stuff. If I'm am I reading yeah, into no, that? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, can you t- tell me a little bit about your music career? That's what I really want to know about. Okay. Cool. Um, well, I st- I got into music like really young. Um, I just sort of, you know, fell in love with instruments uh, when I w- I started playing uh, like piano and guitar and then drums. Like it all kind of around like eleven, twelve, and then I kind of got more serious like you know thirteen, fourteen, and. Um, by the time I was like 16, I was like gigging in bars and stuff. And I grew up in LA. So I grew up like playing like, you know, like the Sunset Strip, like the Roxy and the yeah. Whiskey and that kind of stuff. Place for um, a child. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My parents <laughs> realized pretty early on they were that like I was pretty hell bent on what I was going to do. And so like we just sort of worked out this deal. They were like, well, if you just get A's in school, then you can pretty much do whatever you want and so that was like a good compromise it was a good way to actually get me mm-hmm. to do school and in the end i realized it was quite smart of them <laughs> uh, uh but so yeah so i grew up just playing you know playing music and then continued to do that after i i went off to college and uh i toured in like a bunch of punk bands and like psych rock bands and things like that um i ended up in a band called spindrift uh which is what i'm in now and that's like a uh 
it's like a psychedelic western kind of thing we all we all dress up like cowboys uh and we play this kind of like western music that's inspired by like old spaghetti western scores um you know right. you know yeah. you guys know what spaghetti western is yeah yeah the, uh, uh-huh. italian westerns mm-hmm. of the 60s oh yeah yeah so that's kind of like where that that's at and throughout like playing music i just more and more got into the idea of of like everything around it like i wanted to play all the instruments i wanted to understand the technical side i wanted to be really adept in the studio and, and produce other people as well i, I really realized how much i like playing in other people's bands and, and producing other people's music as well as writing my own so i just developed that skill set and that kind of led into um a career for a while mixing front of house for bands and i would tour around like mixing shows mm. um because i also i just love touring and when i was not touring in my band i would tour with other bands and mix their shows um and uh, you know that all just kind of like that led to me to Gibson, um, yeah. which which is uh, they they sponsored a band I used to be in that's now defunct that was called the Golden Ghosts, um, and Gibson is what really opened up like the film side of everything for me. They kind of got interested in producing more video content, and I I um, they didn't really have anyone to do like sound, and I've always uh, toured with a camera, like I just like taking pictures, um, so I sort of knew my way around a camera and. The other thing about like music is and like mixing and producing and everything is there's a lot of just like just like fake it till you make it just sort of like confidence like yeah. the first show that i mixed i was like wildly unqualified to be there but yeah. i was just like yeah it's fine like i can you know it's preamps i, I got this mm-hmm. um and so that that led me over into the film side where i started out sort of doing mostly audio and maybe just babysitting a camera and then you know, I just learned my way around the cameras, learned lighting. I learned a lot from uh, from old uh, Drew over here. Oh, to be quite honest, yeah. Yeah. Much you know, a little tip. Just the faking it till you make it is pretty much how is life universal. happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Bruh, so, I saw. I know both. Like Pat started <laughs> producing uh, like TV shows and stuff like that, and he started mm-hmm. as a PA and was moving up. And like when he would tell me when he would promote or move to a, a better gig or something like that, I'd be like, "Bro, do you even know <laughs> what you doing?" No, nah, no, nah. straight up, straight up. When I moved yeah. to LA, I didn't even have an apartment until I like hit Nevada. Like I didn't That's have amazing. a place to stay at all. I love it. And I was like, "All right, I'll just fucking live in my car." <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's no, how that's how you get things done. That's how you get anywhere. And you realize that everyone that has gotten to these positions has done and is continuing to do like pretty much the same thing. Like no one really knows what they're doing. No, you can be as prepared for anything as you can. But when the moment comes, the moment comes. And it's just yeah. about, you I know, mean, doing what you need to do to get the thing done. Yeah. And yeah, Riley, I'm sure. You, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's either you live up to the expectation or you end up yeah. being the president. You know, it's, I feel like I feel <laughs> like, what you know, now. you like as soon as, as as soon as you like, you know, this Riley, when we set up for a Gibson shoot or whatever, we have it all you know lit and done perfectly. And all of a sudden the subject wants to stand instead of sit or mm-hmm. like, you know, and it just fucks everything up. Like, mm-hmm. but that whole feeling of like not really knowing what you're doing, like I said, universal. And I feel like that. Uh, probably not now when I go into a set just because of the experience, but like, I mean, moving up to any kind of position or doing like, okay, you're the DP of this shooter. You're, you're going to do this. I go on set. I'm like, <laughs> like, what? wait, what, what, <laughs> wait, yeah. what, what do you want to do? <laughs> it's amazing how fast that moment passes though, the more that you do it, you know, yeah. and that is where you are like truly competent and you should be there. It's just like a lot of it's just your own self doubt, you know, just like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. This There's so many more people that know this better. And once you just, 
you get your hands moving and you start working it's like it just comes you know yeah. and I, that's where like the real comp <laughs> <laughs> that's where the real comp competency is that's yeah. also what i feel and also like besides <laughs> the fact of not feel like feeling like you don't know what's going on you also like feel like at any moment you're gonna get found out like yeah you're gonna yeah. be at their, your client or your you know the person above you is gonna be like what the hell like <laughs> why are you even here yeah that uh, keeps you on your toes you know keeps I, keeps you honest keeps I, keeps things moving keeps, yeah <laughs> i feel so, honest so is not the word the <laughs> I, you mentioned you mentioned something i'm really curious about because you said you used to tour with a lot of bands and you did you know uh, mixing and, and all that stuff mm -hmm. like and especially with your band now and i saw you and you you know you guys rock and it was sick like i could see like your That's fan right. base like they they you know it seemed like everybody it was such a it's such a weird kind of genre to to like f try and and push to yeah. like because it's just i mean it's, there's nothing mainstream about it or whatever no. but yeah. like as soon as you go into the room and it fills the room and the music comes in it's like i, I there's a vibe you know and people mm -hmm. like when I, I experienced it for myself when i saw you guys uh downtown it's like it fills the room the vibes there everybody's digging it and like you're like why you know there should be more people here and of course you know you guys were touring and everything and you were even on tour right when covid hit yes like you we were. were going on how many dates did you have Oh, I don't remember. It was it like was a, a lot, two, two, two or three week tour or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, yeah, that was, that was really like such a surreal, bizarre experience. Like we played in Seattle, um, like right when all the news was about Seattle and like my family's calling me and telling me not to go, not to go. And it was just like, we're, but we're, we were in an album release cycle that ended up getting delayed and is finally coming out early next year. Um, but like, yeah, that was a trip, man. We played our Seattle was like a ghost town and it was really strange. Like we were in that venue with like the venue owners and like pretty much just like the other bands and their friends. Like there was no one yeah. like yeah. and um, just every all sitting around kind of like having a meal like this feels like the band playing on the Titanic right now. We're just like waiting <laughs> yeah, yeah. for that moment. Like and we discussed it as such. And we're like, yeah, like this is like kind of like a, maybe our last hurrah for a while. We all really felt it coming. Mm -hmm. And the whole time we were debating like do we cancel the next show? Do we cancel the next show? Do we cancel the next show? And then, um, you know, the stay at home order was, was issued. And it was the, the moment where it was like, no, this is, this is really going down. And we played in Reno that night that we announced that was our last show. We were calling the rest of the tour. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a surreal experience. And the whole time we were out there, we were like, so careful, like, masked up and like incessantly washing our hands i got home and my hands were like all like red and cracked from like just like constant like washing them because you're never when you're on tour you're you're never somewhere like safe and clean you're always mm -hmm. in a public space of some yeah. kind you know which is part of the fun of it when it's not you know a global pandemic oh sure <laughs> um i do actually i remember in uh in portland before it had been announced as a global pandemic like kind of cheekily in between songs, I was like, so how about uh, that uh, global pandemic, huh, everybody? And it was kind of like this like chuckle in the room, but everyone's sort of like, oh God, I was like, yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we got through it and no one got sick. And, uh, you know, we, but we had to cancel quite a few shows and, but by, uh, we, we got back and then um, I, I was so excited to be home and safe and everything was all good. And then 
the day after I got back, my girlfriend was like, um, hey, don't no. Uh, no, even better. She's like, I don't I, I don't know if this is just like my allergies or something, but I don't feel that good. And I was oh, like, no. oh, oh, rad. <laughs> so I got home from tour and immediately got coronavirus. Dang. <laughs> like, there you go. I'm like, it, no one else in the band got sick, so it definitely was from that. Survived yeah. COVID. Like, yeah. like yeah. really at the time that it was the scariest. Yes. Like, there, oh, there were no right. tests available. There was oh. very little information available. I think we lost our sense of smell on March 15th, I think. Oh. And that, or maybe 16th. And then that day I, I was like, we were starting to be like, something's really off here. And then I Googled coronavirus loss of smell. And it was like one of the first days that an article came out about that, about a study. <laughs> and that was the moment where I was like, oh, we have this, like this is happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thankfully we had, we both had mild cases, we were sick, but it wasn't like any big deal. We didn't have to like go to the yeah, hospital yeah. or anything. Everything was fine. But there was that moment where I was just like, Am I gonna die? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like, I no information not like that. Yeah, no information, yeah. no tests available. I just, we just stayed home for like three weeks. Fuck, bro. Yeah, Fuck. it was wild. Tested po positive for antibodies a few months later to confirm. There you that. go. Yeah, but uh, there you go. Gain them that antibodies. was truly one of the strangest tours of my life. And then, yeah. like I said, we were in an album release cycle, so we we. Uh, did an album uh, that I co-produced with Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys, and he's putting it out on his label, Alternative Tentacles, uh, which is like hugely exciting for us. He's like a hero to yeah. me, a total punk mm -hmm. rock hero. Um, and it, we were getting set to go. Things were going off to the vinyl plants. Everything was happening. And so we released the record to College Radio. And so it's starting to get, because we're out on tour, and it's, um, you know, it's charting on College Radio. It's doing really well. Everything's going great. And then it's just like coronavirus hits, vinyl plants shut down, label goes into a holding pattern. Here we all are, are all these months later. It's been out on radio for like months and months and months, but is not, you can't stream it. It doesn't, it's not out. <laughs> it doesn't exist. You can only find it on College Radio if you call and request it. <laughs> it's just kind of weirdly old school in a way, I guess. But it's, yeah, it's like just, it's That's just been a weird dope. year. Yeah, it's yeah. coming out um, in hopefully January. Depends mm -hmm. on the vinyl. Congrats. We shall see. We shall see. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just reading about this beer that I'm having right now. Drew, I didn't even realize this last time we had the sponsor, but Lagunitas puts this beer out five different ways. Go ahead. Yeah, they got <clears throat> so the bottle, the you know the bottle, twelve mm -hmm. or six packs, twenty-two ounce bottles. Right, uh, on tap, nineteen point two ounce cans, the big boys. Ooh, yeah, yeah, and uh, the twelve ounce cans. I'm like, damn, Ooh. this is just right. like the and IPAs huh? is like a that's a serious. Game. Oh yeah, yeah. So in their bio it says like um, the homie uh, Tony McGee. He this, this is like the thing that set it out. Like he said, this is gonna be my career type of deal when he came up with this beer. So. Mm. Oh, this is like the one. This yeah. is the, this is the one. So cornerstone. Like, yeah, yeah. This is the one that was like this is uh, this is where we start. Like let's just get better from here. Yeah. Um. So before you get on next story, uh, I'm gonna ask you. Drew picked last time, but right or left hand? Uh, left. Ah, uh, you're a bastard. Okay. <laughs> you get another IPA. I have gone on record to say that Lagunitas IPA is the beer, the IPA that that pushed Ooh. me to that kind of beer. 
Uh, me too. I yeah. I didn't like IPAs really? before that. Actually, now okay. that I think about it, me too. That's the first IPA I really was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's I never nice. really it, thought about that. It, it's it, even it, nicer when you have like, you know, the Lagunitas branded bottle opener. Oh, and, look at that. Oh, yeah. You know, and the Lagunitas glass. You gotta get that Lagunitas glass. On oh, yeah. Classy. Just like at the brewery. I know, right? <laughs> no, this is a, some stuff. So they sent us some, Riley, I don't know if you, you we're actually going to do an unboxing. We started doing unboxings and stuff because people oh, asked, nice. um, people ask like, oh, so what does it look like when these people send you stuff? And I was like, Drew, we should probably do unboxings. And Drew was like, all right. And he's got the setup <laughs> to do it. So he's he did he did an unboxing of these these dope shirts they sent us. Cool. And uh, some, some other ones that we got down the pipe. But uh, <laughs> this is from the last go. They, so not only did they send us... Uh, did they send us shirts, Drew? I don't remember. The, what, the first time? Yeah. No, I don't think it's just did. the beers. Beers, just the beers but then and they the sent us this stuff before. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what they sent us. I think it was this, and then like, yeah. Oh, all those posters and shit. I'll post that eventually. Yeah. But oh yeah. yeah, they do great posters. Every one of their shows, they do a poster for. They oh, super really sick. cool graphics. That their yeah. whole visual aesthetics awesome. We were talking right. about that with these new shirts too. It's just <clears> like <throat> we're digging the whole vibe and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of, I keep saying it, I can't say like enough good things about them. It's just like, it's I just know. a bunch of cool people who actually enjoy what they do, like right. having fun. And it's then, so you know, that brewery too is a like scientific work of art too. Like, <laughs> I, 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 you know, you, I, I, you talk, I talk a lot about how like they're fun and they drink and they're cool, but like yeah. they, the brewing side of thing is taken very seriously and there's a lot of like safety you know protocols involved like crazy levels of like pressure and things going on like that facility it looks like it's like for surviving on mars or something it's like (laughs) it it really is yeah so you know (laughs) those people aren't drunk at least while they're working well debatable (laughs) um um, we actually i was up there i you asked if we'd ever been um i drove by it but it wasn't open at the time and i was so we ended up going to russian river which is sure yeah fairly close you know yeah yeah and um but i was like man fuck i think this might have been after they had sponsored and i like had all the shit sitting at the house i was like man i wish i could go check it out but you're you're hyping it for me next time you know oh yeah man when we when we get back to normal life and those shows start happening again you guys have to go up for a show it's just such a good time this thruple that we got going i wonder what their marketing team was thinking like they're like ah you know what people drink beer at concerts let's just throw Mm -hmm. concerts just have people come and and drink our beer i mean i I feel like that's like the as simple as that right i mean it's that and i think a lot as as much as they're just like we like music yeah. Like how how can we hang out at this place where we work that is so fun to be at and have bands come play for us because all the employees are hanging out for those shows like everyone's just chilling like eating yeah. the best food and everyone just drinking <sighs> Dude, beer it's like such a vibe you're such bumming a vibe. me out you're bumming I'm sorry. Me out so hard I know oh man like, you're telling me I miss I miss uh, people I miss you bad. people I miss you so I miss much. you <laughs> literally first time about I miss you I miss yes. you. So tell us, uh, we, we announced at the beginning of this that we're doing a quick sip with you, but we also said you're a, a key figure in this Bigfoot Collectors Club. Yeah. Hit us, hit, us, hit us with the highlights, my dude. All right. Bigfoot Collectors Club is a comedy paranormal podcast 
where we interview amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and we share stories of high strangeness which are basically um actual accounts of paranormal encounters throughout history and we do that with uh the high strangeness is kind of like a radio play where we'll all i score it with a bunch of like spooky synths and stuff and we'll have sometimes we'll have guest voices we recently did a deep dive on the roswell crash that's a a three-part series Mm -hmm. going really into all the little details and it's uh you know it's a lot of fun with the scoring and we had a bunch of guests come in and do voices of different characters and mm-hmm. um it drops every wednesday it's free um we've been uh it's, it's really been uh it's amazing to me how much it's like starting to take off and we have just this incredible audience and i appreciate them so much and we we love uh we just love the community that's growing around the show and i it's uh we take people's encounters seriously we take the the paranormal seriously but we don't take ourselves too seriously and um i mean i think it's funny and it's a lot of fun the two hosts are uh michael mcmillan and bryce johnson uh michael was on true blood he was the uh the gay preacher vampire i forget steve (laughs) steve something uh bryce yeah bryce is in uh yeah that's michael uh and then bryce is in uh willow creek uh which is a bobcat goldthwaite Bigfoot directed movie. They're both like huge enthusiasts about paranormal stuff mm-hmm. and Bigfoot stuff. I'm more like on the X Files kind yeah. of yeah, view of it. the paranormal. I love it. It's fun. It's cool. I, but uh, you know, I I don't really believe in anything. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, you should you should check it out. We've been doing it for like three years now, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've had some like really great guests, like Craig Ferguson, Paul Shear, um, mm-hmm. Jen Kirkman. I, there's oh, yeah. so many more I'm, i don't i'm just rambling off the top of my head but no. um we also have a patreon uh if you dig the show mm-hmm. called the other side that's like a whole Sick. other side of the show um and that's been growing recently too and we're having mm-hmm. a lot of fun over there we recently on the patreon did a we did a like a bracket like a march madness bracket of movie monsters versus cryptids and to find out who the ultimate champion would be uh and that, so, that episode was a lot of fun so wait the patreon is different content it is. It's all different content that's exclusive to the Patreon. And it's kind of like a little bit of a more experimental side of the show. We, that's where we first sort of worked out like the radio play stuff mm. with like more like sound effects and stuff like that. And okay. we also do like deep dives and sort of get into just more our sort of personal thoughts on the matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like two shows that complement each other. Cool. Cool. I just listened. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not going to lie. I, I listened to. Uh, you guys did an interview with Paranormal Pop Culture, the Dead oh, yeah. Geeks. Um, yeah, I listened fun. to that interview. I was like, okay, I see. I see what <laughs> these guys are going for. And it's not. It's it's an hour long. I listened to this thing. I think last week. I was nice. Like, All right. Just to get. To see, I was like, I'm a, who is this motherfucker? I'm about to talk to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I like talking that, to these man. randos. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, I um, do. Oh, we do it every week. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I love talking to randos. Um, I do too. Man, making a show has been like such a sanity keeper for these times. Like, mm-hmm. just to meet some people and have a conversation oh, yeah. every week and have some yeah. sort of sense of regularity to your life. It's it's uh, yeah, it's helpful. Yeah. Have add alcohol felt... to it and then you're just oh. like this you know what i'm saying <laughs> i like this this is a good addition <laughs> right yeah yeah okay. you know it's you podcast get... fuel right it's... here well, that's right that's do right. you feel like i'm wondering if it's just us because when we started it you know we was just drinking too much and all that stuff oh but faded i did you feel that when you were starting the podcast did that like 
as you progressed, you got better at like producing and got better mm-hmm. at, you know, how you went about making it. Like how, how do you feel about that? Oh, definitely. I think when it first started, I like barely said a word cause I'm an on mic producer, but they're the hosts. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of very shy to the mic. I also was like more tentative with the scores and the sound effects. I was like, but the more we've done it, you just get so comfortable with it. And now we're just, I, we really, I think hit our stride not to like toot our own, my own horn, but I like, we're just having so much fun with it now. And I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we've relaxed into, we've also become sort of more confident that our audience actually likes what we're doing. Like they, mm-hmm. they want us to do that. We're not just like, yeah. Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. They're like, Oh, like <laughs> do yeah. the thing. And we're like, okay, yeah, we'll do the yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's become, yeah, really uh, like relaxed and casual, but it, it's funny that like, when you think about the people that actually watch the podcast and care about it. It's like, you don't think about that when you're doing, you're just talking to some people over the internet or we used to do it in a room, but then there's all these other people all over the world that want to engage with this thing. And like, that's just so fun. It's so cool and modern. And it's, you know, it's just, especially in these times when community has been kind of like limited, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's a, it's wild. It's a good feeling. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I feel like, (laughs) yeah, 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 dude, no, I feel like our, (laughs) that thing that you described of like adding, you know, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to be extra about this. Put some little bit, you know, the, that's drinking too much alcohol. Is that for us? So like <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we get too drunk and we like yeah. start rambling on or say, you know, uh, whatever, I feel know. like we get the most interaction. Like people want to see us just be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But sometimes it just becomes a little bit too much. Well, that's, <laughs> the, plight, that's the plight of the entertainer, my man. I mean, yeah, isn't that like the whole deal is like, you got to go up on the tightrope for everybody to enjoy. Quite of the alcoholic, more like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you've found a productive outlet at least. We so, did. You know. I mean, well, who are we going to say, Drew? I just say, past the biggest con artist in the world. He just made a podcast Don't all around. He just kind of got free beer. <laughs> <laughs> he just found a way to get some free beer. Don't you know, tell what, them. You know what? When did you ever hear of a guy getting a beer bought for him? Didn't happen. It That's didn't true. happen. That's true. They I found a us. way to do it. All right, you know, <laughs> on a on a worldwide platform. Those are, I don't know. No, it is. Yeah. It's kind of wild. People, um, people our, sliding uh, into your DMs like, "Can I buy you a drink?" Oh, you know? don't even. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> private. You know what I'm saying, Riley? Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about breweries. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just want to buy you a drink. That's all. The thing is, we be sliding in their DMs like, "Yo, you want to buy me a drink?" You know? What's up? Nice. You got to take the it offensive. Goes, yeah. You know, it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It yeah. Does. It's very yeah. bi. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, very yeah. just. It's, it's just fluid, Drew. It's that's what it is. We don't even know what we're doing. It's just like like. It's just right, a slippery works, slide. <laughs> this fits there. It's gonna work. You know. Um, no, like it kind of have. This is kind of sick. We we got to shout this out. Um, we get shit for talking about other breweries when we're talking when we're on a brewery sponsored show, right? But um, one of our Don't friends, Matt. Yeah, yeah, we're about to do it. Sorry, uh, one of our friends, Matt, uh, decided to do a uh, quarantine road trip right now, and he texted us last night, and I was like, "This is some bullshit." Like what he's texting us right now, but um, he text. We did an episode. Uh, speaking of talking to randos, we had an episode sponsored by Vanessa House Brewing Company in uh, Oklahoma City. And this man decided to go on a road trip, right? He's like, fuck it. I'm going to stop at all these breweries that they uh, got sponsored by. And he sends, sends us a picture of their sign. And I'm like, oh, you just pulled it from Google. Fuck it. You know, 
bullshit. Yeah. And um, he's like, no, I talked to the homie that you had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Told him I was there for because of Quick Six here. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we got to give a shout out to Matt. Um, down, you yeah. know, I guess what from New Orleans we yeah. can say at this point. Yeah. Um, for hitting them up, that's super cool. That and, is uh, cool. Yeah, it was so cool too because like, I sometimes like when these sponsors come through, like I don't know if they have a certain expectation of what's going to happen if they become you know come on our podcast or whatever. Yeah, and I think like what we want is to bring the community together, like the beer community, like bring people to breweries that they're not used to seeing or whatever. Yeah. And we do Lagunitas is kind of big in LA, but you know, people might not know about them. We got Vanessa house, which is really small. It's in Oklahoma city. Yeah. And I, it's kind of sick that we, you know, had the homie go all the way to Oklahoma city and see him. And yeah. yeah, they were talking about doing another episode and like, you know, coming to the brewery and stuff like that, which we can't wait to start doing again because uh, we say we say what we used to do all the time, and I know that our fans are kind of like tired of it. But you know that brewery <laughs> tour life that we had when the first couple seasons happened, we mm-hmm. were going to breweries, we were talking to the brewmaster or the owner or whatever, wow, awesome. and it was so, so much fun. like fun to like hear and drink their beer in front of them and like talk mm-hmm. about it and stuff like that. So I can't wait to do that again. That's yeah, be that, sick. you guys are smart you figured out your live show angle. <laughs> see you talked to you talked about uh pressure though right um earlier drinking someone's beer in front of them for the first time <laughs> yeah. is like bro i'm a it, very animated face so right. like as it, soon it, it as fucks it me up like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh. like he does not have a poker face he bro, does not have a poker face there's no oh poker God, face so it is it is don't the just truth. don't stare at me. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, that it's, is it's, true because people take pride in their beers too. Like, oh, like yeah. they really do. So if you're just like, mm, not not for me, like that's yeah. like not, not not once, not once have we asked somebody a question about a beer that we had in front of them, and they're like, hey, what's this all about? Not once were they short of words. Like right. they were that's just true. like, yo, this is this, this is why I did it. Like you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and they just you know on and on and on or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it was i mean it was luckily it was though Drew, luckily though we haven't had <clears throat> well they didn't they no one's ever presented us anything that was like too crazy you know right they like, were doing they were doing their their you know their hits their bangers yeah yeah, they were yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. Bangers it's like, like a this, festival you know? set you like, know you mm, just 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 play oh, the hits yeah, just play the hits <laughs> i mean but like occasionally though like when we get these mail-in type sponsors somebody will send us some shit that's like 18 12 13% right and i'm like bro kill us <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast we have to talk like uh, one of our favorite breweries in the cloud sent us a uh sent well drew drew got it for me fuck it was a what the fuck was that drew it was like 16 17% or some shit yeah it was that's too a, much this shit was out. oil my dude i was trying yeah, to once, you know? once you've surpassed wine it's like you're just like it's, it's more like a dare at that point than yeah. a beer. i was double dog you know what i'm saying i took it took it all yeah. down it took the whole hour but it took, i did it you know triple, i don't know what it was you, you, you have to do too. it like triple dogs i don't know i don't know yeah but that shit i was by the end i was like bro i think i said it in the episode drew i was like man I'm, i think i'm fucked up like yeah <laughs> like, like and it was the only beer i had the whole day i was like oh god 
Like, <laughs> in that, in that weird though, like when you're you you have a set amount of beers that you know you can go through before you do something stupid. Right. Well, I brought and four in the room today. You know yeah, what I'm I talking brought, about? You know, I got. I'm gonna same. be hated, but I mean, whatever. Not only do I got four in the room, but <laughs> I got Iris over here taking a nap while I'm doing oh, a podcast. Oh, bro, sleepy. Got, yeah. <laughs> Damn old donk hanging off the couch. Look, look, Dang old big ass cat. Damn. <laughs> she having a good time. Don't worry yeah. about it. Old brown and black looking at. <laughs> she just that two-tone brown girl. Damn, two-tone Crayola box, bitch ass. <laughs> why, are you checking, why are you checking my cat right You're really now? feeling that cat, yeah. Nah, Riley, you don't know nothing about no Memphis checking, huh? You never heard about that, huh? No, I don't. Have you ever toured in Memphis? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Of okay. course. Okay, okay. So um, uh, I'm just going to let you in on this little uh, this Memphis thing right now. So uh, check-in. Like, go um, ahead and look this up. Maybe I'll send you a video. There's a, there's a good video about it. You, you, yeah. YouTube video. Check-in in Memphis is basically a form of, one, I guess, respect. But at the same time, you're going to get roasted so fucking hard. Okay. And it's just a way of life, kind of. Yeah. You kind of, like, grow up with it. And it's either you, in the video I'm going to send you, it's either you learn to deal with it and check back, uh-huh. or... You, you get offended and probably get in a fight with somebody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> so, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically, I don't know. It's a way. It's an art, my dude. Sounds like you it's know. a strengthening of character, is what it sounds oh, like. Yeah, it's you like, gotta have tough skin. I yeah, you gotta learn. You gotta learn to take it. And you gotta learn to reflect it back <laughs> just the right way. You know. Bro, I got the strongest character. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> but, um, I can see it. I can see yeah. it. <laughs> It's, it's shining through, <laughs> shining through my laptop yeah, screen. Man. Oh, I love it! I love it. You know, guitar, you just. Uh, oh, just, I knew y'all be best. Yeah. As soon as I, as soon as I introduced y'all, I knew oh, y'all be best. Oh, love you, <laughs> man. Anyway, anyway, me and Drew talk about this all the time. He's like, and I mean, it's not even just a thing. Like my brother would just like fucking rattle off like 50 fucking text messages checking the shit out of me all day like just for a 9 a.m like hey wake up bitch like yeah here we go you about to get roasted it's like i don't know i don't know it's if it's like if someone had a machine gun and just was just shooting you but it was all hate you know (laughs) but then you gotta like you're like all right well i'm you know i'm bulletproof here you go here's my machine gun you know that's right. kind of like how you explain it, I guess. I don't know, Drew. It seems like That's it's like good. it's like the, it's maybe the the bullets are hate, but they have little love tips. Oh, it's a love tip. It's like, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. love, you love could, tip hate. But, but if you, you want, you don't do that to somebody unless you have some kind of respect to. That's them. what I mean. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah, I see. I see what this yeah. is here. We talked about this before. So Drew had just moved to Memphis, or not just moved, but he'd been there a minute, and me and him had just become friends. He was at one of my birthday parties. We oh, talked about God. this in a previous episode. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> this is my worst story. Yes, I don't why I you bring this I'm up. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So, Drew, uh, we we're all chilling, drinking or whatever, and uh, my floor was a tri-level house. So you walk into the middle level, and there was a basement and an upper floor. Everyone kicking in the in the basement, right? And uh, we're all drinking, and my friends, my friends started to check this shit out of Drew, like just bad, like bad, bad. <laughs> And it was the greatest. I mean, I was rolling because I was faded, you know. So, yeah, sure. uh, Drew had brought his girlfriend at the time, oh, and uh, this girl goes, "Drew, aren't you gonna stick up for yourself?" Oh, that is the literal last thing you ever want to hear a woman <laughs> from say. your girlfriend. <laughs> like, oh, 
And Drew just looks at her. He goes, "What? What am I?" <laughs> And, uh, and, and uh, bro, that was that was the worst part. They were like, it was the worst. Oh, worst. can't stick up for yourself, old bitch. <laughs> Look, it got like, even worse than that. Like, crushed him afterwards. It, it got so bad. I, like, I was like, all right, fine. I picked one dude. Is like, I don't know. The the one dude. That was killing him hardest. That was killing me the hardest. And I picked him, and <laughs> the boy had a striped shirt on. And I, I will say it exactly like I said it then, and you'll see how embarrassing it is for me. You don't want to have like, water in your mouth. I was like, I was like, well, you look, you look like Freddy Krueger in your striped shirt. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't. I had no power. Oh, I had no oomph. I had nothing, and it was so delayed. Lie. It was so delayed that like I bet that got a good laugh in the room. Oh, people, no, it, it, it deadened the room. They were so oh embarrassed for me. That's what they were just like, like. Oh God. Yeah, everyone was like. And then like, and then like, Dan was like, the, the guy that I checked, he was like, mm, mm. It just like you could see yeah. the disappointment. You could see the disappointment. Like, you're rough. not, you're not understanding this game, but, are you? Like, no, no, no. He's from that deep Mississippi, you know. He didn't get that. Yeah. So, it was. It was hard because Dude, like, that's that's brutal. I had <laughs> just that's so rough. I had just like befriended Pat and like we were kind of getting on a level where we were, you know, being friends, skating together, yeah. all this stuff. And I didn't know that part of his life. You yeah. know, he right. was like, "Hey, come to my birthday party. You should meet all my friends. You'll love them. Like they'll be fun." Yeah. And it, it was a big old setup. It yeah. was it wasn't a set up. Set no, specifically just, for him. You ready. It was just like know. it was just <laughs> The thing is, it was it wasn't a setup for him. It was more of a, I think there were, it was definitely an initiation type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was more of a like. I failed. Uh, well, <laughs> hazing. It was like initiation hazing type of situation, but I think they were also doing it for my entertainment. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, and I was getting in on it, you know, I got oh, it through, had you know. to. Um, <laughs> but it was more of like an entertainment thing. Like, oh, let's just sit here for sure. an hour and, and check the shit out of each other. I'm talking, this this shit doesn't happen like for a few minutes. Like it's like, it's a, yeah. it's a whole story. Like you, have yeah, to, yeah, you build a whole adventure. arc of mm-hmm. yeah. You got callbacks to earlier. And, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's multi layers. It just ends when you just can't stop laughing, and it like right. it just you know either side. But then yeah. it's like a mutual respect thing, and Drew's kind of honestly, yet, you know, I vibe that more than like the west coast version which is just like aggressively passive aggressive you know like and that's something you see too like especially like in my earlier days touring when you would just like stay at random strangers houses like Mm -hmm. like in the south there is a different way that people interact with each other that is like really refreshing like having grown up in la and on the west coast where everything is and it's like a cliche to even talk about but it's like things yeah are more like kind of like like postured and kind of like you know everyone's yeah. like vibing you know and yeah. it's just that like that I, I i like the idea of friends checking each other like i think it's yeah. good and it, mm-hmm. it makes you more prepared for the world you know you yeah. should be able to oh, laugh yeah. at yourself be able to take an insult and then be able to say something just as cutting and funny right back like that oh, is yeah. good it's an art you it's yeah an art. it, it totally feel- is yeah yeah, I feel like it is definitely, like you said, Riley, like preparing for <laughs> like all of the negative shit that's going to happen in sure. your life. Yeah, and uh, if you can brush that shit off with humor, 
you know yeah. like that's oh, the best weapon like that's the, yeah. especially like nowadays with all the insanity that's going on like humor is like the 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 weapon against like tyranny and idiocy yeah it, it really mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. that i will same... open another beer you have are you drinking yeah, the same beer riley or is it different yeah i just ran and grabbed a sixer okay so oh the quick sixer oh shit. you grabbed yeah, the just, quick sixer i did i actually did go grab a quick sixer oh that quick promo <laughs> oh, that quick sip. You like that? i I'm love a that i'm a professional i know what i'm doing oh man <laughs> so i just i just sent you a very detailed explanation youtube video oh, oh awesome. you guys got um, it it's got eight it. minutes long go ahead and watch that you're gonna yeah. get the the full on what high school and middle school was like for people <laughs> in in Memphis. All right. But yeah, I, okay. I've it, the funny thing about it is it, like what you said. Um, it's a different vibe and a different like culture type type of deal. Mm -hmm. Um, it's I've I haven't experienced that outside of Memphis yeah. anywhere. Like, mm. So all. that's really a Memphis specific. Oh yeah. Like, if you, I hadn't you, heard the term ever before. Oh yeah, you can. But I, I mean, it's I a hashtag. With the vibe. Really? Hash, yeah. Memphis I mean, checking is a hashtag. Is a hashtag. Yeah, everything's a hashtag. <laughs> but I mean, there's people's Instagram <laughs> accounts like built on it. Like it's kind of crazy. Wow. Cool. I like that. Another see another little another little corner of America unturned. There you never, go. Yeah. There you go. You're learning. He never fails to surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Home of the blues. Home of the checking your ass off. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> So if you guys want to check me, you know, before no, we finish no, no, this. No, no, you're not ready yet. Oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You're too pretty for that, you know. <laughs> oh, stop. Checking you out. Well, I had to buy my own beer, so I don't know if I'm that Oh, big. We bought this, actually. So, <laughs> um, funny story. Actually, here's our positive thing, Drew. Go ahead. Um, so, me and Drew, in this new show, Happy Hour, is based around, um, we try to bring one positive aspect <clears throat> of life like during this covid bullshit you know mm -hmm. so um a lot of it has been like um a lot of companies are partnered with the one percent which donates like one percent of their profits towards um um what's it called like I, uh, like social environmental yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so what? i know so, what you're um, about. drew was talking a lot in the last uh, past episodes about wildfires and all this shit that's happening in california mm -hmm. and um uh, Lagunitas has actually been supporting their efforts. Like I'm, I'm assuming with water, we didn't get really detailed about what they actually were doing, but that is literally the reason that they shut down their, um, beer gifting program, um, for this year because of wildfires. Wow. So, um, yeah, they're supporting whatever way they can. I'm pretty sure it's, you know, water donation and probably like, you know, helping firemen and whatnot. So, yeah. um, Cheers but, to that. I mean, yeah. what a yeah. wildfire year, man. Cheers it's been long. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for a beer yeah. for that. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. But, um, yeah, and we gave a shout out to, I don't know if, did you, uh, can I ask you, did you run into anybody named Sarah Jane, Stacy, or Michelle? Why were you there? I mean, almost definitely, but I am so bad at <laughs> okay. names. And, uh, so probably i also <laughs> you, you know as i said when i showed up a beer was put into my hand there you go i met everyone that works there <laughs> and had a blast i'm sure i met all three of them honestly but it's, it's hard to it's hard okay. to say okay okay it seems like a very artist household type of situation uh beer in your hand as immediately as you get in the door right. <laughs> i don't know um it seems very very similar to what my life has been yeah. forever so yeah. 
<laughs> wish I liked that. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, no. Yeah, I hear <laughs> you, man. I'm here um, to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? That's all we're doing. <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah. if you're not having a good time, man, you get your bitch ass out. What are you doing? You know what, what, <laughs> what are you like? <laughs> um, uh, we, I guess we should talk about I think they, um, we should talk a little bit about their beer. You talked about how cool they are and shit. So I'm pretty sure you can order, you can order their beer on their website. So it's pretty, pretty dope. Is it nationwide? Or is um, it just about LA? to find out? No, it's nationwide, my dude. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Cool. They, have they have so yeah. many cool beers. Like, oh yeah, and like stuff. It's better, man. Being going up in their tasting room where they have like everything ready to go, like yeah. stuff that I've just like never done tasted before. And they, I don't know a lot about beer. I wish I knew more, but they do something with hops. <laughs> that i've never experienced before like so you know like they have the hazies and the i don't know shit about beer your audience is like rolling their eyes at me right now no, no, no. they probably not they're, they're Bruh, i think they're more we for like how stupid we are yeah. <laughs> okay cool good I think but yeah i mean they're you like don't understand fucking... how much we get called out for how stupid we are. Right. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. I don't know shit about beer, but oh, these guys man. are like scientist artists with yeah. what they're doing over there so uh, many i um I don't know. Also, oh man, I wish I had time before I when I ran out to get my quick sixer. Yeah, uh, but it. have you guys had their weed beer? No, no. What's it called? I don't know what it, they call it, but they they have one that's like THC and one that's half CBD, half THC, oh. and they have an, another one that's like a sparkling water just infused with hemp. So it's just like it's like nothing. It's like drinking like really? the greatest Lacroix flavor that could possibly Ooh, exist, yeah. but it doesn't like do anything it doesn't mess you up or whatever but those are nice we ha we had i had a case of those when we were on tour once and i was like you just put those in between the beers to kind of like space the Love night it. out yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah but man they're they're weed beers like you want to talk Solid? about things that slap god damn <laughs> those slap they're so awesome it's like perfect just like Bro. you just like work one of those in like after like two or three beers just one yeah, and then it's a perfect, a perfect crossfade, not an uncomfortable one. Just a, just okay. right, you know. Question. That's really good. Question. Really good. If you have one of those beers, are you inclined, or do you feel like you should have another regular beer, or are you good for the night? I would usually follow that up with a regular beer. The problem with the weed, the weed brews, is they're so good that I just like, I finish one and I'm like, oh, I could do one more of those. I'm good. But like, don't. Don't, don't don't do it don't do it <laughs> yeah. that's what, that's what scares that's why you me. switch back you switch like, back to another tasty beer that you're good to when go you sit here putting weed and different things like beers or gummies or chocolates or whatever or like little brownies uh mm -hmm. that's that's where it gets dangerous because if it tastes good you know right. you gonna yeah. get <laughs> especially as you're getting more inebriated and you're like this is great and then yeah. caveman brain comes out and is like more of that yeah yeah <laughs> Oh my god, bro! So I don't, I don't know what I would do. Uh, I know what you do. I'm about to tell you what you would do. Um, <laughs> so you can order their their beer through Drizzly, um, just so you guys know uh, nationwide. Um, and I'll tell you what Drew would do. Drew told the story on last episode, but Drew got too uh, too excited about this beer that we were having. Uh, he oh. had some residual beers from a sponsor, Look. and got. He, he was just sipping because shit was nice, you know? Like what you were saying. Like you have a wee beer after a couple of beers. And my man just sat up one sec. 
and was faded as fuck. Look, had to throw up. I'm had to do you. the whole. Oh no! I'm telling you. I here's know. the thing: when you're used to Stellas, when like when you're used to like a normal ass beer, and then you get these like six or seven, you know, whatever percent alcohol content, mm-hmm. and yep. you just start throwing back three or four, you realize you ain't playing the same ball game. <laughs> you're really not. Yep. You're really not. You in the majors, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a whole yeah. different. There's a whole different T-ball no more. And and Riley, you know this story because I told you when we were shooting at the studio in Pasadena. I won't say for who. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we were in Pasadena? We were shooting, and that was that was the day after. And I was sitting there filming. Oh. And I was like, I was like, fuck, I'm about to pass out like in the middle of this interview. And you know what? The guy that we're interviewing, I was like. He would say a few. He would say a few lines or whatever. Whatever he was saying, and then he was like, "Man, is this is this boring, y'all?" And I was like, "Oh shit, he sees me. He sees me like." (laughs) like, I remember that moment fully, (laughs) and it's like just you, just like, "Oh god, I'm gonna die." (laughs) Dude, I I was struggling, and I have never been that irresponsible because like I don't I don't do that. I don't usually drink before shoots or anything. Sure, but like I thought I could have three in the middle of the day. And yeah. not be a big deal. And it just got you. And it tore me up. I'm telling you. I was at the so shoot. Funny. And I could not like I mean feel. T- <laughs> all right. To be to be fair on Drew's side though, like these are he didn't look at this alcohol content. Like these are all of them that he had were mm-hmm. at least six, eight, seven percent beers. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not used to that. So yeah. like, throwing them back. Four or fives. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not used to that. So like <laughs> I can understand how this lightweight motherfucker got like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he, you got to go for the I, uh, the Lagunitas daytime one or whatever oh, that daytime. what's that one called? It, those are I, I I just like plow through those though. I like, especially if I'm out like that's in nature somewhere. That's like a that's like a hiking beer. You know? I grabbed beer. those specifically for this episode and I tore four percent. Yeah, I tore through them and I and now I'm not drinking. I'm drinking this. Uh, this uh, is what I'm drinking because <laughs> I couldn't because I couldn't leave them in my fridge. They were too good. I know. Yeah, they, yeah. They 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 hit something there with that, and I think they it's really beca- good. I feel like again, that's seems like with them, they just make what they want. They're like, we need a beer we can drink all day. Yeah. <laughs> so they made daytime. You I, know. You know. Yeah. That's the thing, though. I the the breweries that we've come across that like we've had. All right, so we've had. I don't even know how many on this new show, Drew. But, like, quite a few sponsors that send us stuff. And, like, usually they send us, like, their hitters and, like, sometimes, like, a special thing mm-hmm. or whatever. But we've noticed, like, yeah, some of these are just you can you can have all day type of thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, some, like, not even above five, you know, like, 5% type of sh- shit. Yeah. They knew uh, while we were doing a podcast so we could, like, talk and drink at the same time. When oh, you good. Speaking of, I'm gonna be. Oh, fade, Riley. You don't. It it doesn't have to be Lagunitas, but can you give our audience one of your favorite beers? I mean, I like really, really, really love Mexican food. Yeah. Like, Ooh. and I just like, I just love like a Negro Modelo with a burrito. It's like really just Ooh. like a great, a great pleasure of life. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that's kind of like a basic beer to choose, but no. 
That's like yeah. a moment that I just like a a wet burrito and a Modelo, and I'm yeah. I'm like I'm in my happy that place. That wet though. Look, yep. oh, yeah. I know for a fact Riley loves those burritos because no matter where we are, if we are in Nashville, L.A., San Francisco, wherever we're traveling for our shoots, mm-hmm. this boy always goes to Mexican restaurants. <laughs> To find the burrito of his hold on, choice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's true. Did, I'm trying to on. taste the burritos of the world, you know. Oh, I love it. Some that. are great and some are uh, not. You know, you know, Riley, <laughs> we're in the same kind of vein, but we're trying to taste the beers of the world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, they pair really well together. You don't oh, yeah. say. You don't say. Nothing, nothing says, uh, like, a good night's sleep like a burrito and a beer or a few. Or a few yeah. beers and just no yeah. burritos. Um, <laughs> did um, Hold on. So, Riley was here when you were here that one time? Yeah. Uh, Riley, I don't know if you know this, but when we were in Nashville shooting the process, um, uh, Pat lives in Nashville, and uh, we were hanging out at the hotel, like while we were shooting, Drank, and, like drinking. and drinking, and yeah, drinking, drinking. I do, hotel. I, I do remember hearing about the hangout. I wasn't invited to. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll bring you out next time. We'll bring no, you I'm just kidding. Time. I'm just kidding. But I do remember you saying you were meeting up with your friends. And you were like, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, no, Pat. I live, I live out towards that way, so it's, it was like, it was legit. Well, next yeah. time, I'd, we'd love to have a drink in person. Yeah, it will happen. Great. Yeah, we might have to do another one of these we'll in get, person. We'll get to that that airport Hilton. <laughs> oh man, nothing love like drinking. That. At, did you ever think you would do so much drinking at an airport Hilton in your no. life when well, you set out on your career? Because <laughs> yes, man, man, have we done some drinking at an airport Hilton? <laughs> I don't think you know about drinking in airport. Bruh, look. <laughs> like, like it's it, when I was doing shows, it was like a way of life. So, okay. I don't, mm-hmm. well, go what? ahead. I want to say, I want to say something, to Riley. Uh, do you know about airport beer? Oh, what, you, what about it specifically? I mean, I, that, I drink that it. Regularly. There's no rules to what time it is, or where oh, yeah. you're going. When you what? get past security, there's no time. It doesn't. Time doesn't exist. There's no like stigma on when you should have no. a beer. Oh, that's definitely true. That's actually another great pleasure of life is uh, like breakfast and a beer at an airport before a flight. Like Four a.m. in the morning. Beer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, every time I fly, I send Pat a beer, no matter what. Like I send a picture of it, no matter what time it is, six thirty a.m. Huh. for me, whatever. Yes. Because Pat brought up this topic like there it really does it's true like yeah there's no time at the airport there's no stigma of when you can have a beer there's just like what would you like and he was like mm, well I guess I'd like a beer yep and then mm-hmm. there you go yeah you don't gotta it worry actually, about all these strange ass people who staring at you you don't know them you don't care yeah. about them there's a there's like a silent true. code when yeah. you like sit down at the bar of the restaurant at six in the morning at the airport where they like every he knows well, no one's going to give you a hard time no. like they're just yeah and we're all on this boat together you know they the airport even mm-hmm. they just want everyone to be like relaxed and comfortable they're like sure have a beer don't be afraid that you're about to be in a sky chariot like yeah. it's a fart tube in the air <laughs> yeah yeah, have yeah a beer. No. there's yeah. um there's definitely a uh backstory between behind this so right. um my first uh what executive producer of a show is from memphis and it was the first job i had in la and you know of of course i want to be um friends with her and like you know learn from her and stuff like this and so eventually like she invites like everybody from memphis to her house and for like a party but and stuff like 
once a year. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, I started to get to know her and whatnot. They were Facebook friends and shit, right? And um, which doesn't mean anything, right? So, um, at one point uh, during my stay in California, she posts this thing where she's drinking at like probably fucking three in the morning or something at an airport, four in the morning, five in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, like says like, oh, you know, time is time doesn't exist once you pass security. And I was like, huh. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. You know what? It really doesn't. Everybody in that shit is from a different time zone. You're just mixing colors, bro. Like you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on. That palette is fucked. You know, mm-hmm. or just get in there, have what you can, go where you're going. That's what it is. So that's where that's st- that comes from. So anytime Drew sends like me that. a picture of beers at a at an airport, it's an automatic love. You know, like that automatic heart. You know, I'm like love this. You know, and yeah, for his bachelor party, which was a a mess, but um. Oh, I sent him and his boys. Drew wasn't even awake yet. I was having beers with a biscuit, you know, in the Nashville Ooh. airport, a bi- like a sausage biscuit and a beer. <laughs> yep. They got a brewery tap room in the airport for Fat Bottom Brewing Company here. So I'm like, I'm going to sit at this bar. You know, you said there's no judgment, but when you're the only one (laughs) (laughs) and you order more than one beverage (laughs) there is some judgment my dude (laughs) a couple glances i promise you there's some there's some oh still thirsty what are you doing honey what are you doing right now and i'm like i'm getting drunk don't worry about it (laughs) what are you doing you're living, oh. you're living your best life, is what you're doing. Right. Right. My life is been to living enjoy, the enjoy best. that flight. Huh? <laughs> I don't remember that flight. You know, <laughs> you have a you have a beer before you had any water in the day. You're you're uh, fucked. That's why I'll be flying Delta Comfort. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't. They can't question me. As they soon as I get on the Comfort, they can oh, judge you. Shit a comfort out of you. I'm like, go ahead, bring it over. And the person next to me is just like, I was like, I don't care about you. Go ahead. <laughs> Bruh, I'm telling you. So this this bachelor party started out in New Orleans, and Drew Drew just had his first anniversary, by the way. So congrats, congrats, well done, Thanks. sir. Um, but um, yeah, it started out in New Orleans, and we did a three stop tour, New Orleans, Memphis, Nashville, and uh, oh man, hurricane! A multi city bachelor party is that's an ambitious event. Ro- oh, yeah. it was. I tell yeah. you what, it didn't. Nothing was on time. But it, <laughs> I it, wouldn't it, imagine it bro, was. Yeah. Yeah. Except it, the it hurricane that was on time for sure. Bro, I flew into New Orleans while there was a hurricane coming, and no. like half of the people that were coming to New Orleans were like, "Nah, I'll pass it." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." Well. I like I already had two beers. Like I was on the plane. Yeah, yeah. I, I had bought service so I could text people and tell them all this stuff. And I was NTS like, Well, Airport. you know what? I don't give a fuck about that hurricane. Nah. Fuck Hurricane Karen. I don't care. I'm coming. You know, whatever. And then we get to New Orleans. Not only did like half of my bachelor party not come to New Orleans, but half of New Orleans wasn't in New Orleans. Nah. Right. Because they had heard that this hurricane was going to tear the levee down again. And yeah. like everybody was scared that it was gonna flood the city, 
And I'm sitting here uh-huh. like, I'm getting drunk. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing my friends. Luckily, here bad, comes, here comes Hurricane Drew, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it came through. And, the, you know, the best part was me and Drew. So uh, shout out to Matt again. Matt is the, the homie that planned that section of the, the bachelor party. Yeah. And, uh, they basically shut down bourbon. So we're like, all right, what the fuck are we going to do? And, uh, he was like, oh, we'll go to these breweries. We'll go to this, but we'll go to this room or whatever. And, uh, bro, the next morning, God damn. Damn. Next morning. I was hungover. I mean, it's it's, it's like for huge. Like if you're going to, if you're going to go hard like that, it's for huge. Well, I know, but you don't go hard and then do a road trip. Like it, doesn't it was, it was the multi-day the excursion. Yeah, that's like what you're describing right now is like day four of tour, where you're just there like, you go. "Oh God, I'm not going to survive this." Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, like you kind of got to recalibrate a little bit, and you're like, "Okay, I got to pace myself." This is yeah, yeah, that was like any traveling show I ever did. You're like, "Oh fuck." Mm-hmm. I'm gaining weight pretty quick, right? Especially you guys stop. doing like brewery tours, like going and doing episodes like that. Like, yeah, I mean that's a it's a whole different type of athlete is what it yeah. is. Oh, you know, you, you got to train you. yourself to perform. You know what I'm saying? Thank yeah, you. Real beer strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, strong. exactly. Yeah. That's no, actually, you know, what's funny thing. about that. You said, you say that we went down to, um, the Southern part. Oh, well, not, uh, not Southern part. That was fucking Southern California. Um, so uh, fuck, where was that drew? We did some breweries that were like lower South, uh, Cal, uh, Los Angeles County. And we decided, like, like Newport, I think, type area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and we're County. like, you know what? We're just going to get faded to these breweries, and then we're going to go to the beach. And then we're going to be at the beach. <laughs> but I can't even tell you how fucked up we were at these beaches. But uh, we shouldn't have been swimming. That's for sure. No. <laughs> no, we straight up would have died. Yeah, the beach is actually could be like a really terrible place to go when you're drunk because you're just gonna end up like sunburned and like dirty. Yeah. <laughs> just like well, it seems like, like the best. Like it'll be so relaxing, but like you have no supplies. You don't have a towel. You don't true. have sunscreen. No, we did. You end up we, in like we, wet we jeans <laughs> and no, like no. a bad farmer can. No, we planned for it. We were like, oh, we didn't get fit and go. Okay. Oh, okay. The, the if, you, part, if you plan before the fade, then this is a different story. The, the, the worst problem part is though, getting in the water. That's yeah. that's what's scary. No, that's there, not the scary there, part. You sitting there body surfing, drunk is you just like a hit body, honestly. Just but, a, <laughs> I mean, way, it's way like a body washing in. You know, undertow taking you in. Like, you know, okay, you know what to do. You know, go ahead. You know, cool. no, no, no. <laughs> the worst part was uh, like. No, I guess it wasn't the worst part. The The thinking behind it was, all right, if we go swimming, we'll get more sober because it's working out. We're going to sweat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the thinking. Yeah. Dangerous activity to get sober is never a good plan. Well, it was the only <laughs> plan, Riley. Don't judge us. You know, I mean, I've definitely jumped in <laughs> cold water to sober up. I'm not saying I'm above it. I'm just saying in retrospect. Yeah. Nothing like a cold body of water to knock some sense into you, you know? Yeah. For show. Mm-hmm. For show. So, um, shit, we should reel this back in. We went on a tangent. We um, oh, yeah, yeah. Big tangent. <clears throat> big tangent. So, um, we were talking about doing a little collabo with uh, the BFC. Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. We, we refer to it as the BCC. BCC? Okay. Bigfoot Collectors Club. Okay. Just, but I, yeah, BFC, like Bigfoot Club. Is that what you're going for there? I like that. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we maybe we're, talking about? we're talking semantics. It's the BCC. Lay it on BCC. me. What are you talking Bigfoot about? Collection. We were talking about doing a, a collabo episode with all the homies. You, what do you what do you think? When, when, when I like it. I yeah, I like it. I've talked to them about it. They're super into They're it. Down? Yeah, Bryce does not drink anymore, but he used to drink more than all of us, hence the not anymore. <sighs> but see. he's uh he's he's down to uh drink some non alkies and hang out as well. And he very much encourages the consumption by others. I think he has a vicarious sort of sense about oh, that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fun. What does he yeah. does this is interesting to me. Um, have you seen? There's a lot of non-alcoholic beers at the store now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know how down he is, but like, is he? Um, is he think you think he's down for for that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. He loves non-alcoholic beers. He's oh really? Like Bryce is just like Bryce is like married and has kids and is yeah. being a good boy now. And but. Like, in in the in the deep heart of Bryce, we he he used to refer to his apartment in Hollywood as Club Bryce. I think yeah. that could oh. like kind of give you an idea of like the core of Bryce, you know. Mm. So like Bryce is down for the party. He's cool. just right. he's just All not right. getting drunk anymore. Yeah. Well, we yeah we are excited to have them on the show and hear about their podcast or y'all's podcast mm-hmm. and uh, you know try to introduce them to our world, which is. A lot more casual because I've listened to your podcast as well, and there is a pretty strict format. Like it, it makes sense. Like everything kind of flow, like flows together. When then when I look at our podcast, I'm like, bro, what are we doing wrong? <laughs> We're just straight up too casual, just talking, getting too drunk, and whatever. But. No, it's like you know, like we're like a we're like a rock and roll song. You know, we got verse, chorus, verse. You guys are like bebop, free jazz. You know, you're That's just what like talking about. It's getting well, loose. I love that reference. Bitches <laughs> brew. You know, I'm jazz yeah. as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, I got a little blues in there, little jazz. Go ahead, hit me with some jazz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh damn! Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> we make hmm. you dumber the more you listen to us because ooh, there is wanna... a a true fact. That the, the longer that the episode goes on, the dumber we get. Ah, you know, that's there's never science. been a more true thing that Drew's ever said. Um, <clears throat> this, I gotta, I gotta say, bro, this, uh, I had to look what it's called again. You know, you go a little faded, you know, I know that hazy faded. wonder. You know, I know you faded. Mm-hmm. That's 145. Do I look it's, more? <laughs> it's been an hour 45 and you still rolling. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And my wife said, got- my wife said before this, she was like, your bitch ass can't do a under two hour podcast. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, I think I can. You know? no. I like how you guys were like 30 minutes. And I was like, I'll see how many beers I can drink in 30 minutes. And yeah, like, yeah. That's usually how 30 it works. minutes. You my know? eye. Your, yeah. your quick sip turned into that long. So that's you know, how I do. That's how I know, do. It's you know? like, it's, it's how it is, though. You know, it, we we do that thing where we're like, oh, we'll just do it for this long. And then we get to hanging out, you know, and it's like, Pat, as soon as Pat gets faded, he can't stop talking. That's the problem. It's rough. That's that's the R Catch 22 of doing this podcast because the episode should Did you see the R Tus 22? Did you say that? What did you say? R Tus 22? No. Like my last name 22? 
Oh, oh, no, oh, I didn't shit. say that. Oh, well, that's what it is, bro. You oh, it said catch. <laughs> you know. I was like, all right. I, like, I didn't get it's it. It's descending first. now. You trying to go to sleep before nine o'clock in my in in the artist household? It's not happening if you're in a group setting. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna. Oh, bro. bro! I'm telling you right now, you having some deep ass conversations every night of your damn life. Damn. I love that. Love no, that. you don't love that, bro. I mean, <laughs> you never when been you go, a part when of you go deep, deep conversation with your aunt nothing on makes some sense. bullshit. You're like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? Be, I just learned trying some to things. Concentrate? That, I know it'd be like, <laughs> huh? When when you learn some shit you didn't need to learn, you know, you're like, oh, yeah. My brain didn't need that, but uh, <laughs> in this fragile sick, state you know? that it's now in, yeah, yeah. you're like, ah, huh, huh, huh. This knowledge, though, I did not need this, you know. Yeah. You know, you're, uh, you're oh, fucking, you're, <laughs> bro. You're recycling. <laughs> recy- there we go. What your thoughts on a uh, uh, recycled aluminum? I did not need right now, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> It gets that it gets weird. Too you know? much. Um, Drew's never met my family, by the way. Is so I have. I met the full family, bro. Well, I met the mom and a dad and a brother. That's all I need to meet. I'm just saying, like, Drew. Drew didn't get to go to my wedding, and so oh, Drew kind of avoided the whole, the whole bit, you know. Um, and only that, a quarter of them went to the wedding, a, so it was kinda, that's a that's a that's a rough. No, I think that was a life choice. We maybe we shouldn't get into. That was a life choice I think <laughs> you made. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Pat, hit me with that wrap up. All right, all right. We got cool. Um, so, you know, it's been your boys, Pat and Drew Pasley. This uh, this uh, this nice episode has been sponsored by this dog and Lagunitas uh, mm-hmm. Brewing Company up in Petaluma, California. Mm-hmm. We had this nice quick sip. Yeah. With Riley Bray. He was drinking yeah. on that Founders IPA all day. Uh, Riley, where can we find you if we ever want to hear your shit? I mean, you can find Bigfoot Collectors Club. Uh, just look that up. Uh, you can find my music uh, with my band, uh, Spindrift, or Spindrift West on Instagram. Um, I'm Peace Drone mm-hmm. on Instagram. And uh, that's it. Love it. Love it. When's that album dropping? I'd love to give you an exact date, but early 2021 it looks like depending on the situation of yeah. life and everything is uncertain but it's you know, coming bro, new spender valve's coming exact. that's pretty exact you know what i'm saying i just like i expect life to be a certain way early 2021 you know what I'm right saying? yeah yeah let's so, all just uh, cling to that desperately you know i'm just clinging, <laughs> clinging to the, you know i'm going i think i might go by the quarter year by now you know soon she's like yeah. oh the first quarter of the year was kind of shit but you know <laughs> yeah but, yeah, I like that. I so like go that. go and check out the first quarter of the year for Riley's new project. Yeah, um, and some, some, sometime in the first quarter. There you yeah. go, first quarter. <laughs> but there's plenty of Spindrift albums already out, so go listen to that. Um, come yes. check out our podcast, Bigfoot Collectors Club. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Watch Gibson TV. Watch Gibson oh. TV, where I work with Chaboy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, we make amazing, amazing fun shit. I love that job. It's really yeah, great. Really I love what we do there. Sick. I'm mm-hmm. super jealous of this job. It seems really fun. Um, Drew kind of, kind of, you try to get me on one of these things, but it didn't I work tried, out. I tried, I tried to, because you know Pat lives in Nashville, and they were looking for PAs and stuff while we were shooting. I was like, maybe, maybe Pat should go in there, but he got that full time job. Mm. Uh, That'll do it. That'll do it. That's how it is, you know. 
But mm-hmm. it's whatever. You know, we got this side gig, you know. It's called Happy Hour Quick Sixer Podcast. I love it's that been... podcast life. Oh, you love that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That little side life. It's been that side life. And it's been your boy. I boys. stepped on your tag and I did no, it. No, you know, you're good. <laughs> I'm going to do good. it one more time. Yeah. All right, here you go. Have your tag, my friend. <laughs> there was no tag. There was no tag. I was just winging. Never it. been a tag. No, there's never a it tag. It really sounded like you sounded like you were going into the momentum. I appreciate of tag that. There. You thought I was yeah. professional, huh? I did. <laughs> they ain't not professional about this part of the episode. It's just no, always no, no. like, please, let's get out of here before we, <laughs> before we ruin it. Bro, I'm about to get divorced. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been your boys, Pat Ashley Pasley. Check out Riley Bray's new shit. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bow. Bye. Bye. Bye.